Hello, me hearties, and welcome back to Don't Forget Your Towel. This week, we're carrying on with the Wild Sea with our guests Felix and Ryan. Who's to say what crazy things will happen to us this time? If you haven't already, do check out the Wild Sea Kickstarter. They've already funded and reached several of their stretch goals, with many more amazing stretch goals just waiting to be reached. If you're interested, you can find the links in our description. Arr, and onwards we go! Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel. You are the crew of the Star Serpent. Several hours ago, you caught sight of a signal flare. Vela, do you see anything? The something is maybe a ship? A, a ship? A destroyed? An outrider, fit for one person. There's no other ship there, but it is moored to a, a small spit of old stonework that's kind of spearing up through the treescape. I smell the blood of my people. Ictus sap. There was violence here. Now you're closer to the, the stone itself, you can tell that it's actually part of an old temple. Your centipede returns, Akia. Then what it whispers is two words that maybe don't connect immediately in your head, but this is what it says. It tells you metal fabric. Metal fabric. Someone or well, something is here with us this altar seems to depict just a collection of hands in in various kind of postures and poses different gestures are being made it's all hands what type of beings could they have been as you make your way down you can see a a huge collection of objects these objects are person-sized hands and each of them is hovering above a, a humanoid figure uh, they look almost like constructs. They're they're made of metal. But that's not what draws your eye. What draws your eye is that one of the figures being touched on the forehead by these hands is not an ancient construct. It is in fact an ectus. We'll sail across the wild sea as we head on our journey. The rustling waves will rock us to sleep. Our chainsaws will drive through them. Ahoy, set sail, heave ho, and speed. Now bring us the horizon. We'll fight, we'll drink, we'll conquer the tides. Led by the firefly. Be it our strength. different. What what do you mean? What what do you see, Vela? There's, well, hands and an ectus. An ectus? Is it alive? From what you can tell, but it it seems to be in, it seems to be in some sort of uh, daze, perhaps? It's it's kneeling. They're still alive. Oh, 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 we should should help them. Uh, Yeah, I rush over to, like, where I assume Vela is, like, pointing or standing nearby. Um, and hold my firefly bulb over the ectus. Yeah, the ectus is um, blossoms are, are mostly shut, and you can see uh, it's breathing. It, it's alive, but it is completely out of it. And there's a big ragged wound in its shoulder, and that's where this this trail of sap you've been following has come from. Are we like on the same surface as the ectus right now, or yes. are we still climbing our way down? Yes, you are. Yeah, the floor is now reasonably level for you. 
I mean, it, it still used to be a wall, but it's level enough. And uh, as you as you draw close, the the sanctipede, the sanctipede crawls uh, onto one of these hands and onto a thin, uh, almost finger thin filament wire that seems to connect this bundle of hands somewhere up in the shadows of the roof. And it says again, metal fabric. This is the metal fabric. Let's take it all. Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. We should, we should be careful about how we disturb this being. B- perhaps these are some sort of exoskeletons or hybrid creatures. I go up to the, um, the axis and I slap it in the face to try and wake it up. Classic. <laughs> Uh, okay, well that's that's gonna hurt slightly. Um, this this Ectus is a, is a big burly sort wearing um, an old captain's coat, huge bristling spiny beard taking up most of its face and chest, uh, and you you slap it in the face. Ow! <laughs> how hard is this? How hard is this slap? Um, I'd say it's a medium hard slap. I'm not trying to hurt the Ectus, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm giving it a bit of a rough, you know, I want to wake the thing up. I'm not trying, just not, it's not like a, not a light slap, like a medium slap. I love this measuring system, medium hard slap. <laughs> yes, medium hard slap. Um, okay, uh, as you do so, the, the Ectus rocks back and um, his his flower bulbs across his body snap open, which is Pretty much the Ectus equivalent of eyes, and he uh, he falls back, uh, kind of stumbles and hits the floor. But that is not the only thing that happens. As that happens, the hand where the finger was touching him withdraws sharply, hovering above the floor, attached to the rest by this filament wire, and the rest all twitch too. Yulin, yes, you can you can see the spectral realm, can't you? I can. Yes. I would like you to mark a point of Maya. Oh, yay! Oh no. Because that strange presence that you sensed earlier, now you know what it is. Each of these bodies has been entirely drained. Each of these old construct bodies has been drained of whatever made their essence. And it is now flowing through these filaments connecting the hands. And now you're close enough, and now this this single hand has become active. You realize that whatever is in there, it's still alive somehow. Whatever is in the hands? It might be a power source, but whatever it is... This con- this this collection of hands, this construction, this this ancient thing is running on the souls of its old worshippers. And Yulin just says, "Nope, nope, nope, no, nope, no. This is not okay. No, this is terrible." And just lets loose um one of his throwing knives. Yulin, okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I say, go for it. It's dead, but it's not alive. But it's not alive. But it's not dead. Not good. Really not good. This is bad. Really bad. That translates to me as run. Y- Yulin, what, what have you done? Uh, no, we, we shouldn't attack these creatures. They, they might be peaceful or, or worse, they might be extremely harmful. Yeah, both of those are possibly true. However, there is a throwing knife heading out one of them. Yulin, I'd like you to roll for that. All right. And I'm aiming for... The hand that's just gone active, I want to aim for the filament specifically. Ooh. Okay, that's fine. Um, to aim for a specific part of a creature or structure, you cut one die. I think this is our first instance of cut, so I'll give it a quick explanation. To cut, you make your dice pool as normal, 
but when you roll and get your results, you remove the highest die, uh, or however many die that the cut is. So in this case, you'll be cutting one to aim at something specific. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that teeth apply here, my edge. That sounds good. And I have two in shoot. I know I'm not shooting per se, but... It's a ranged attack. Yeah. And then I have the throwing knife itself. Yep. Okay, so that's 46. And I have a five, but I'm going to cut the five, so I just have a four. Okay, that's still a conflict. Uh, would you like to deal damage or an effect? I would like to deal damage. What? Uh, this is uh, keen damage, yes, I'm assuming? Yeah, I will go with keen, because I want to slice through this uh, filament. Yeah, your, your throwing knife slices through these metal filaments, and there is a shower of sparks. The hand that was uh, floating, like the filament is nowhere near strong enough to support it. There must be something else. It just drops to the ground. But then a shudder runs through the entire thing, and each one of these hands lifts themselves slowly off of these construct figures that were kneeling down beneath them. The constructs all collapse. They've been there for too long. Whatever was in them has been drained. But this thing is now active, and the hands, almost as one, turn and regard you in a way that hands should not be able to. Now, whether you stay and fight and it's possible, or flee, and that lets me uh, track who has done what. So uh, that means that if you want to do something, call it out, just like in normal play, it's still narrative flow is king here. But if someone hasn't done something for a while, I will call on them to do something or force a reaction on them in some way. Um, okay, so just to uh, clarify, the Ectus is now awake? It's sort of awake. Groggy. Uh, but yeah. Uh, are they are they speaking or are they like... No, no, they are they are still out of it, but they're, they're much better off than they were a few seconds ago. And can we all now see the hands regarding us or is it just Valisto? Uh, you can all see the, the, the kind of edgy outline of them, um, but not particularly clearly. You need to get the firefly bulb closer if you want a better look. I have flash powder pouches, which I can shake to produce torchlight, or I can Ooh. mark to pro- produce a blinding flash. I think I might shake one and toss it into a place that will illuminate, in a place that will make like a meaningful light for us. So like tossing it towards the bundle of hands so we can generally see what's going on. That makes perfect sense. You... Oh, that sounds... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go for it? Yep. So Yulin reaches into uh, his jacket, it's like, you know, a long trench coat, and pulls out this satchel and sh- gives it a shake and then just tosses it towards the bundle of hands. Immediately, one of those hands slams down straight on it. This powder spills into the air. The room is lit surprisingly well. And I would like all of you to mark a point of Maya. Ooh. Oh, in anything or? Uh, yeah, in anything. Anything you feel is most appropriate. To seeing a risen horror of the old world. Because as this thing comes to life, you see words spiraling around these hands. You see pulses of light going through these filaments that connect them. And those words, in whatever language you speak, spell out worship. And they flash and they coruscate. It is very hard to draw yourself away, but I would like to know from everyone, this thing wasn't designed to capture minds like yours. What is it you do? What is it you think of that keeps you safe from this innate pulse of need to worship? Oh, I think 
immediately when I see this, the thing that goes through my head is like, how can I recreate something like this? How can I like dig down and try to like find out what's what's making it work, what's making it tick, and how do I make it my own essentially so like in my mm. head like all these calculations and just this mechanical parts going all over the place um and that's what's going on in my head like just aware of thoughts i like it yeah i think um pretty similarly my objectivity also comes from my intense fascination with what's going on and just like looking at all the words like what is this language like trying to decipher exactly what's going on yulin is looking at this bundle of hands and has already got a glimpse of them a bit earlier and is now looking at them thinking, but if I had just two of them on my arms, then people would have to <laughs> worship me. Worship me, he says with his hands above his head in his mind. I love it. Yep. <laughs> yes. I love it. So Valor doesn't see emblems of humanity essentially as something that would be worshipped and in her value system um, there's more of sort of a circular nature to the world you know spores become gao and gao becomes spores gao you know gives off spores just as they move and then spores become gao and it's and everything is in a circular nature and that it would be what would be anything worth being spiritual about? A symbol of a hand doesn't mean anything. I like it. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's all good. very sensible. You have you have resisted. You have resisted the, the pull, the worshipping pull of this ancient thing. However, once it realizes that, it's angry in a way that only an old buried construct god bereft of worship for so long can be. And it lashes out. And I think it's going to lash out at... Ooh, let's start with Valor, I think. Maybe, maybe your, your, your kind of way of resisting this is, is the most, is the most antithetical to it. Insulting. Yeah. So Vela, one of these hands just whips upwards and then comes down on you. I believe I have dodge. Yes. So it's coming down on me. I try to get out of the way. I'm going to use dodge. Um, and, uh, grace, I think is agility. Is that right? Yep. That's perfect. That's good. Yep. Grace, dodge, and... Um, that, I think. I also have, um, pit fight survivor, but that's about taking a beating, so I'm not sure. Would, would that fit? No, I think it's good. It gives you the reactions of a pit fighter. That's good. Yep, give yourself an extra d6. Great. Okay, so that's three of those. I'll roll that now. Okay, that's a double six. Whoa. Wow. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's really good. Uh, okay. So, if defending, you avoid all incoming damage and effects. You have perfectly done this. And your doubles, it can give you a normal twist, or it can let you counterattack. It's your choice. Oh, gosh. Um, let me see. What have I got for a counterattack? I've got a chainsaw. I have a chainsaw! <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, you do, have, you do have a chainsaw. I have a chainsaw. And then, um, so the hand um, has now tried to come down and crush me. I have rolled out of the way. Um, and the hand uh, is now got its its palm down on the floor is that right yeah perfect. okay so i get the chainsaw started up and i bring it down in one fluid motion onto the thumb <laughs> Ooh, uh you are gonna deal some damage uh but not enough damage to sever that thumb however the hand does kind of scuttle back on its fingers Hurrah! 
I guess we're fighting. Um, yeah, I, I suppose we are. Isn't that why we came here? Well, why you came it's here? It's why. Yup. <laughs> what are the other hands doing? Uh, the other hands look like they're readying themselves. They're they're crawling up bits of wall and floor. They're picking their way over these bodies. They're getting into positions that look like they're ready to leap or lift themselves and slam. This thing is definitely ready to take you on. We should go, guys. Yeah, this could be a good time to run. So just to get a get a better picture for me, um, these hands, like, they're just hands, right? They're not attached to some other thing. It's just like a, like, just the hand part of your arm. Yep, it is a collection of hands linked by old metal filament wires. Oh, I'm not sure. What, what, what is Yulin? Is Yulin fighting or? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Yulin's, Yulin's going for it. Yeah, because I feel like I would decide on what I would do depending on whether um, Yulin's fighting as well. Uh, because if he is, then I'll probably stick to it and try to fight as well. But if he's not, then I'd probably gap it. I think when you look over, Yulin's just got this giant goofy grin on his face but terror in his eyes. <laughs> he knows to be afraid, but he's also like, this is, oh, I've never fought anything like this. And he's got his um, his grappling hook out and he's swinging it and he's trying to just catch one of the hands in midair. I mean, yeah, you can, you can roll for it if you like. All right, then. I'm going to go with teeth and shoot again. And I'll use the grappling hook this time. Ooh, six. Very nice. Would you like to deal damage or an effect? I'm going to deal an effect. And I want this hand stuck to the end of my grappling hook so I can swing this hand around more. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, you have uh, control of this hand uh, by just yanking it from place to place. Yep. Uh, the way combat works in the Wild Sea is it's very non combaty in some ways. You can try and learn more about it. You can rescue people. You can do whatever. Just take the focus as it feels narratively appropriate. Just because it is a fight doesn't mean you have to fight. Like, it's very much a game where non-combat characters can still get things done. Sweet. Yeah. I just wanted to ask if if the metal filament is attached to the hand that's on the end of Yulin's grappling hook. Yes. I, I want to basically run over and... Yulin sees a very happy-looking Akia, like, kind of also terrified, so kind of, like, mad, excited Akia running over, and um, basically I, I like, grab the, the metal filament and start trying to examine it. Okay, roll, roll it for me, go for it. Now you've got the spirit! Yeah! <laughs> well, I'll use my sharps as, sharps as my edge, and then can I get an extra dice from Mental Catalog? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So they have two, so it's not too bad. Can Akia get an extra die also because I've got the hand preoccupied? Yeah, I think that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that really environmental... works. Sweet. Okay. Awesome. Here we go. Oh, that is a double six. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are rolls. I'm genuinely yeah. just nervous to roll now because you all roll sixes. <laughs> if I don't get a six, I'm just like, <laughs> odd one out. <laughs> well, I mean, sixes are very common. Success is common until things start getting dicey. And that's when cut comes into play and you start losing those sixes. And... Right. Yeah. Uh, but for now, double six. Wonderful. Uh, tell me what you're trying to achieve. I, I basically like because um, I'm assuming this this metal 
part is like what my sanctipede was referring to and that it's connecting the hands and it's kind of like part of their power source so i really want to know like what it's made of and how it might be working you managed to slightly untwist some of these these fibers that make up this this filament and inside you see a a, a glowing coil of soul stuff that hurts your eyes to look at uh, it looks like it's running, connecting the entire thing together. Oh my god. Yulin, this is, this is amazing. Uh, th- there is some unknown power source in here. We have to keep this metal protected. You've got control of this hand, right? Well, I've got control, all right. Don't you worry. I like the idea that as you're doing this wonderful analytical moment, he's actually pulling this hand and the filament away from various other attacks coming your way. <laughs> I also imagine that uh, Yulin's like kind of slipping on the ground as well. Like he claims to have complete control, but he is—he's really fighting for it. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. we're fine, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he is just like so wrapped in the the metal that they're just like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah cool, 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 cool. And you also rolled a twist. So if anyone has any ideas for what that small extra benefit can be, if not, I can always supply one. It's up to you. Well, one idea is you could just maybe a, a length of it has come free, and you just get that as a resource. Oh. oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah, <gasps> that's perfect. That's music tonight. Don't even have to rely on Yulin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case, uh, you should put down as a as a bit of salvage. Let's just call it soul filament. So I have a feeling what I'm going to suggest next for myself is going to end up failing spectacularly. But I think having heard, do I? Would it be fair to say that I heard Akia's statement about like the energy source just? The word energy source. Oh, of all course, you're very excited by this. <laughs> yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah. So until this point, Trezek has been pretty still, just looking around, not really reacting or responding, just a bit shocked or just unsure what to do. In fact, they've been they haven't been feeling that together, um, for lack of a better term. And hearing this, um, something kind of finally clicks, and they try to climb up <laughs> the filament. Um, I, I suppose it would be the same hand that um, that's being held down by Yulin because the other hands are like all over the place. Um, is that is that something I could try to do? Do you think? Yeah, it is. Um, you are definitely going to take a cut of one for trying to climb up this into this thrashing <laughs> nest of hands and wires. But you will also get an advantage die from Yulin having a vague control of this thing. Brilliant. Uh, I don't know if I have anything to, like, so I've got, oh, hmm, I don't think I have anything else. <laughs> I've got instinct. Would that would that work? Just, you know, figuring my way. I think, I think you could bend instinct to this. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think, I, I don't have anything else. Yeah, the closest I could get is stealth, but I'm not really being stealthy. All I'm being is trying to get up as soon as possible. So that's 2d6 then just with your advantage. Um, let's see. And cut one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try something. This is a stretch, so by all means say no. But would it be fair to say that me having the tremor sense would allow me to kind of navigate up without actually getting into harm's way in terms of, you know, things happening around me? I I like that. That's a smart idea. Okay, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) 3d6. So 3d6 cut one. Cut one. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Yep. <laughs> so um, that was uh, two with a double. 
and that's cut, so it's still two <laughs> with no double. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's that's not so good. Um, okay, so that is it. That is what is known in the wild sea parlance as a disaster. <laughs> Thanks, Firefly. <laughs> that means something genuinely negative happens as a direct result of what you're doing. Oh, um, our first disaster of the game. <laughs> it is your first disaster of the game. It's all very exciting for me. I just want I just want everyone to know that I called it. I called you it. Did. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. Didn't jinx it. So you describe how uh, Trezek was moving up this this nest of cables, and I will describe how it goes horribly wrong. Yeah. So you know everything seemed to be going well first of all for Trezek, and they jump onto the hand just as the hand passes by them because of Yulin's you know struggling and holding it down. They pass um, Akia, and they're making their way up the sinews, these this this fibrous um, you know like uh, material and every centimeter every like every bit foot they climb their confidence is increasing because they can feel tremors and they can hear what's going on and that sort of thing so they're the more they climb the more reckless they become and they just you know at one point they're just scrambling up all fours like down and all fours just like grabbing onto whatever like thing they can get um, and yeah, that's that's how they're climbing. Okay, I think I think Ben, in that case, the way it goes horribly wrong is it's actually going too well for you. You get so confident at this that you pull a little too hard, and one of these filaments, because this thing is old, this thing is hundreds of years old, one of these filaments just snaps and comes free. And in those few seconds that you're free falling, another one of those hands just bats you out of the air and straight into a wall. Oh. And you hit that wall with the spidery equivalent of a crunch. Uh, I would like you to take three damage. Uh, do you have anything that reduces damage? I do not think so, no. Okay, then the, the type doesn't matter, but it's blunt, just in case. <laughs> um, and I do believe I take the damage as strikes, as marks for my aspects, or is it Myers? Yes, you take it as marks on uh, any of your aspect. Basically, when you take damage from a single source, you choose one aspect you think is appropriate, and you mark off that many points on that aspect. Oh, it's just the one If the as aspect well. is fully marked, yes, you can't spread damage around. Ooh. Oh, so you got three points. It's basically getting yeah. rid of an aspect. Yes, if the aspect is fully marked, uh, you can heal it later on or repair it, but you can't use it if it's fully marked. I think what makes most sense is the Lottery of Skin. I think that um, getting thrown against the wall basically just it shatters any de- illusion I ha- like that I have of being an ardent. Like you can clearly tell, my like my hands are just broken and like curved in different ways, just inhuman. And I'm basically I'm much more of like a body part put together at the moment than anything else. Tragic. Well, that hurt, but I mean, yeah, well done, um, Valor. I'd like to know what you're doing. I am staring at Trethic in disgust. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not completely off. I'm still like, I've still got one in that aspect. (laughs) Uh, I shake myself off and um, stop looking at Trethic. And um, I, what else do I do? Okay, so um, Akia is currently staring at the filament, holding onto the filament. Um, and well, I probably notice um, Trezek being slammed against the wall 
And I'll just call out like, Trisic! Yes. And uh, let's see. And Yulin is a grappling hook, the other hand. How many hands are there? Oh, there's at least 20 or 30. Oh, oh. I, there was like six. Okay, there's 20 oh, or 30. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. So there's 20 or 30 hands. Yep. So we, um, and the hand that I attacked, what's it doing? The one that, that kind of scuttled away from you. It's almost like a cowering animal. Like, it, it, you've hurt it and it doesn't want to be near you anymore. Ooh. Okay. Okay, great. Are and are they side by side at all? Yeah, a few of them are quite close together. Okay, great. So, um, let's see. There's a huddle of how? What's the biggest huddle of them? There's probably a, a huddle of four or five in one place, uh, just kind of snaking their way down from the ceiling. Oh, they're on the ceiling. Okay. Um, well, they're all over. <laughs> okay, so I um I position myself towards the nearest huddle of four or five, and I in one big slicing motion try to at least injure as many as I can at a time with the chainsaw. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, You had to cut one for targeting a specific thing, like a group of them close together. Mm -hmm. But apart from that, the roll is yours. So we've got break and um, pit fight survivor, iron, and I don't add anything for the fact that I have a chainsaw. Is that right? Oh, actually, no, you are. Um, Because it is is a, a temporary piece of gear for you, so that does count as a second advantage. You can have an extra dice. Okay, great. So let's roll these dice. All right, so uh, my highest is four, and I also have a double three. Okay, so you cut the highest. Oh, cut the highest, so it's just double three. Oh, that is another disaster. But it's a disaster with a twist. <laughs> disaster with a twist. <laughs> a twisty disaster. Yeah, this uh, this this second disaster. I told you things got worse rapidly. <laughs> uh, this second disaster, you actually succeed. You you cut into these hands, and you cut into them so much that that makeshift chainsaw it gets stuck and it's yanked out of your hand out of your hands as this this conglomeration draws back. It still exists, but you're going to have to retrieve it if you want it back. Oh, fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, any ideas for this twist from anybody? Uh, is it supposed to be so it's okay to be negative or positive or does it make more sense it can be negative or positive as long as it makes the narrative better I'm happy with it and as long as the player who rolled it is happy with it too the player who rolled it is the final arbiter really I wonder if like there is some kind of information that could be garnered from like the insides of the hands being split open how injured are the hands uh, they're, they're pretty injured with that chainsaw yeah you, you cut into them pretty seriously. Okay, yeah, so we can see a little bit of the inside of them now then. I can give you info based on that, definitely. So the inside of these hands, uh, they it looks like the casing around them, the skin of them, is a, a thin metal uh, sheet, much like the, the metal that's making up the fibers that connect them. But inside, it looks more like stone, ancient stonework, much like the stone of the temple that you're in. Okay, that is that that soul stuff. That soul stuff that's running through those cables is spread out through the stone, like uh, the veins in a, in a normal human hand. Oh, I'm guessing none of us know this. Only Valen knows this. Like that makes yeah, yeah. It's made of stone, of stone, rock. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> rock. Uh, mm. it, it's made of rocks. Of, of yeah, of a stone. A stone? Yes. What do you mean? I don't know. You're the scientist. (laughs) 
Uh... <laughs> uh, you're actually about to find out what she means. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, because what's going to happen now is that it's going to do something because you've damaged this thing a decent amount. And one of those hands that has been split open, it pulls itself away from the rest of the mass and it sheds that metal skin. And then it reaches up and it plunges itself into the stone of the temple wall. And that temple wall stone, you see veins of blue soul light flowing through it. And it starts to crack and buckle and split. Uh, guys. <laughs> I am I am starting a track. I think at this point, Trezek's like been losing his composure for a moment, and they heard you saying Trezek, and finally they regained the ability to respond. So Trezek oh, just says, yeah. I'm here. Alive. I, I would like to run over to Trezek and help them get up off the ground and then I'm just going to shout guys I think we need to go Yulin it is perhaps time for retreat uh, I think you're right as great as this is and it is at that moment that you hear a battle cry in Saprek the language of the Ectus wait what and that that <laughs> poor soul that you pushed out of the way with an almighty slap, I might remind you. He is drunkenly charging forward with a cutlass in hand. Or not. He he rushes to the nearest hand and he swings and he misses completely and just tumbles end over end. But he's definitely got some fight in him. What are you doing? I'll yell that in Saprik. This thing. This thing tried to take my mind. Nobody tries to take my mind. Yeah, that's that's why we should run. Come with us. Run into cowards. He takes another swing. Again, completely misses. It's a, a tactical retreat. No such thing. Again, another swing. Another miss. This time a, a far worse miss. I don't think you're doing very well. No, the, the last swing shaves a couple of spines off his beard as well. I would like to, um, I don't know if this is, uh, I, I would like to basically, I have a, I have a slingshot and I'd like to pick up the closest stone I can find and just shoot him in the head to try to like knock him unconscious so we can just take him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. You know what? Actually not a bad idea. <laughs> um, unfortunately for this, I don't think I can use my instinct edge because it's more of a, like a, like a, oh, could I... Could I use sharp for trying to calculate the trajectory of like? Yeah, that works. Also, it's a, just a smart idea. So yeah, it fine. is awesome. Um, I don't have any. Um, I will say, as you're as you're doing this, as you construct your role, I'll say that I have made a track. It's a hidden track, mm. uh, which means that you don't know how many boxes are there. But I will tell you that every time you make an action, it, it is filling up, and when it's fully marked, something will happen. And just as a little teaser, I'll tell you what this track is called. It's called the Woken Temple. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. That's worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, with that with that first mark, you see those those blue soul-like veins spreading further and further throughout the temple stone. Anyway, you're firing a stone at a, at a necklace's head. So you you um, no, that this gives me perspective. <laughs> I I only have my edge and the aspect of slingshot, so I'm just gonna roll two d six. Oh, thank God. I rolled a six. Uh, are you remembering to cut one? No! <laughs> <laughs> because you are targeting a particular part of oh, the sentence. Oh no. That is a one. 
That's a one? I rolled like a six and a one, and I just cut the six out. Oh so. my god. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just rip that joy out of me there. Yeah. Um, fine, fine. And that's what cuts supposed to be. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so what happens? So uh, I would I, because there is because this is a reasonably low stakes disaster. I'd like you to describe it. How does this go wrong? Um, I mean, so just to clarify, one, two, three, all have the same level, so it's not like a nat fail or something like that. No, no, no. It's not any worse rolling a one than a three. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going for the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still not myself completely, so I just completely miss. Um, it, it's not even in the same vicinity. It's almost like it's, it's basically a whole different cardinal direction <laughs> that I shoot towards instead of, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, however, the, uh, the Ectus, the Ectus captain there, or the Ectus, the ragged captain coat, he does notice and he, he wheels on his heel. He turns around, almost falls again, and just says, oh, so that's how it is. And he starts stalking towards you, Trezek. Well, this works. Uh, and I start running away. I mean, hey, he's following you. Yeah, I say, I say we run now. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the hopes that the Ectus is going to follow me anyway, so <laughs> I'm genuinely just running away. Yep, I run after. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not it's not the success you wanted. But... Yeah, you know, you, you take Kinda what you works. get. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I run after. Yeah, I'm going to run as well, but I'll be, I'll be keeping an eye on the Ectus to try to, like, make sure that they're following. Okay, uh, Valor, you start your run successfully, and you start making it back to the corridor. We're gonna have to you're cl- you have to start climbing, I suppose, um, to get back up that shaft you came down. Yep. Is the grappling hook still there? It's not because you're using it to attack. Okay, that's so that is gonna be a much harder climb going up than it was coming down. Um, uh, Yulin. <laughs> I would like you, um, Valor. I would like you to roll to see how well you do to start this climb, and then we'll get to whoever's trying to escape next. Okay, so we got Grace, I've got a climb. Oh, perfect. Engine piping. <laughs> I say hopefully. If you want to use the engine piping as a kind of like, um, uh, something to kind of stick into the crevices and cracks in the wall and use as a handhold, you definitely could. You will have to get rid of the engine piping, but it will still, it will get you up the wall first. Yeah, okay. Okay, do I have to cut anything? Uh, no, I, I think you're okay. Okay. I've got a five, then. That's not bad at all. It's a conflict. Uh, in that case, I will say that as the, the good part of this, you manage to make your way up to that, that next room, the room with the detritus on the floor and the, and the shrine that's been you know pushed aside by you. Uh, however, as the downside, I will say that as you climb, sticking this engine pipe into the wall, it weakens the already weak structure. And with those spreading veins as well, I'm going to mark that track again. It is now very close to being complete. Ooh. Um, so am I the only one who's climbed up so far? You are indeed. And in fact, something else is going to happen before whoever goes next. Who is trying to climb next? Come on, let's go! I think uh, Trezek would be right behind because he, he started running the moment. The um... yeah. I hold my hand out because I'm a, there's like a hole I'm assuming. I'm like on top of it. I hold my hand out to help whoever is coming up next. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a bit further below you, but that will definitely help them over the last bit. Yeah. Um, so I have to roll. 
I have nothing. Uh, you do have to roll. However, first of all, you're going to have to roll something else. Uh-oh. And that may affect what you roll for, because one of those hands is going to run on its fingertips and just come barreling into you. Oh, boy. Uh, however, you do get a situational advantage because there's a very angry Ectus in the way, and the hand is going to hit him first. <laughs> so give yourself give yourself 1d6, but essentially having a barrier behind you, an organic, angry barrier. I'll take it. Um, let's see, is there anything I can use? Oh, could I use Tremor Sense to just feel the hand, you know, rambling towards me? Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, and again, I don't think instincts would work for this situation. I don't know, if you're, if you're relying on your Tremor Sense to know when to dodge, instinct might work. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll gladly take it. Please, success. Yes! Okay, uh, six. No doubles. Okay, fair enough. You do succeed. You you triumph, in fact. And with that triumph, there is always something good. A triumph is not simply a success, it is something good happening. And that good thing is, what you were attempting earlier, it happens. That hand, as it bows into the excess, just knocks him unconscious. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I see this and say, okay. Uh, yeah, I... I was also running behind him so I'm I'm gonna see this and make a move to pick the Ictus up and run run with him all right that's gonna be hard the Ictus is it's a heavy it's a heavy sword right. but you know you're also pretty I'm, strong yeah I'm also an Ictus so yeah you've, you've got those Ictus muscles if anyone here can carry an Ictus it's an Ictus <laughs> <laughs> it's another Ictus yeah. um how far back is Yulin at the moment Oh, don't worry. I'm going to get back to Yulin. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Okay. Um, Is he, he, I guess, just for, because I've turned around and, like, examining the situation kind of thing. Is he visible to me? Like, do I know he's still, like, he's not, like, suddenly disappeared off some corridor trying to find the next great adventure kind of situation? Um, He's still running? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Before before Akia makes this climb, let's focus in on Yulin, actually. What is Yulin doing? I think seeing everybody making for the exit is kind of like, yeah, yeah, I guess it is time to go. And the blue lines look really bad, but it's kind of like flying a kite. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Yulin is probably debating between two things, depending on the situation. Do we need some kind of distraction for the rest of the conglomerate of hands? Like, are they all coming after the group? I mean, no spoilers, obviously, but oh yeah, they're totally going to. In that case, I'm going to, I want to create a distraction to give my companions more time to get up because obviously I can get up. That's not an issue. But my other friends, (laughs) you know, it's a bit dicey for them. So I want to, if possible, basically play hammer toss with this hand on the end of my grappling hook and just start spinning it around and trying to crash it into other hands. And hopefully those other hands will get impaled on this first hand and just, you know, grow and grow. And... Okay, I'm I'm ready for this. Uh, I, I don't know where to start this roll. <laughs> I know, it's like, it's an interesting one. <laughs> Teeth seems appropriate. And I'm thinking strike because I'm just like swinging this thing into other things. Um, a die for the grappling hook itself. And are they 
like clumped in a way that I could get another die of advantage just because I don't have to be precise with this really? I think uh, because of the the way that um, Valor took the chainsaw to them earlier, those ones are still clumped up. Would I get another die of advantage for that? Yes, I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> You could say well, no. Like desperate oh this <laughs> In fact, actually, I'll let you choose. You can get a dive advantage of that, or you can retrieve that chainsaw as you draw the grappling hook back. Oh, I'll retrieve the chainsaw. Oh. oh. Take that as a kind of little inherent twist. You know, Valor just got so pumped up when she had the chainsaw and just like cut a bunch of stuff down and with wild abandon. I mean, I can't. It belongs to her now. Yulin wants to see that badassery again. Uh, I got a five. So with that five, would you like to deal damage or an effect? Well, I am aiming to like create an opening for everyone else to escape. So I feel like that falls into the line of effect rather than damage. Yeah, with, with, with that success, you have indeed caused a distraction. However, it is a conflict and that means that something bad does have to happen too. As you grab that chainsaw, the hand that it was stuck in grasps you and squeezes. Oh, boy. This metal skin splits open and the stone within just bites into you. Yulin just gets this... I mean... When you say it bites into him... Yeah, this, this stone just crushes him. It just presses around him far stronger than anything you were expecting. Um, and you are going to take another... Ooh, four? Four. Is this blunt damage? It is blunt, yes. I have resistance, so it's just three. Ooh. Oh! Yes, you just take three. That's good. Well done. But in addition, this thing is latched onto you. Yeah, that's not good, but... You are now dragging a large stone hand behind you as you move. I mean, I was dragging a large stone and hand. And holding a chainsaw. And a grappling hook. And <laughs> a grappling hook. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my fingers and everything. Oh, that's, that's terrible. I suppose my main question is, is Yulin still moving towards the exit, Yulin? Are yeah. you still... Is he trapped or... Oh, no, he can, he can still move. You're just dragging a large hand behind you now. Yeah, I mean, I know the direction I need to go to get out of here. So I am moving in a way that with that in mind, I guess. But my primary concern right now is making sure that everyone else has an opening to get out. Yeah. And in fact, on that note, let's head back to Akia. Uh, but let's head back to Akia by way of uh, Trevec and Valor, because you can see those blue veins are now spreading into the room you're in. This extra higher temple room cluttered with things on the floor is now glowing blue from the outsides. And uh, there's nothing we can do about it yet, but it's definitely happening. And I am marking off another box very close to the end of the working country, right? But, Akia, you are going to climb. Yes, and I'm going to try to climb while holding an unconscious Ictus as well. Yeah, you're you're definitely going to have to cut for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll try to, like, sling him around my back or something. Would would I... So, at the moment, Valor is at the top of at the entrance, um, like the sideways entrance with, a ha- with um, her hand, like, there to assist. And would I be able to go to the bottom and then assist um, Akia from the bottoms? Would that kind of count together as an advantage? Because now the yeah, whole... Yeah, also... great. Yeah, cool. Yeah, especially as you're trying to kind of heft this lump of Ectus up as well with you. Yeah, I'm basically just pushing it up. Um, hmm. 
What edge can I use for this? <laughs> um. This is maybe not the right moment for this, but a whisper could be useful Ooh, here. Right. So a whisper um, acts as a twist on its own, a twist unconnected to any role. It lets you bring in a new element or do something special. It lets you affect the narrative in a very direct way. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Does anyone have any interesting whispers that we could use? I have got um, Micah Sanctum rumblings. I'm not quite sure what that means. Uh, Micah Sanctum are the uh, the ancestral home of the Gao. Okay, and rumblings? But as, to what it, as to what it means, that is entirely up to you. Uh, because you can use whispers thematically. So, for example, Micah Sanctum rumblings could be that uh, the rumblings part is a root quake which exposes some kind of microsanctum. It could be uh, the fermenting of a rebellion within a gal uh, thing, like the rumblings of rebellion. It is very open as to how you interpret a whisper. Hmm. I don't have anything that I could use in this situation. I have a welcoming fleet, which, I don't know, maybe it could be that um, a, a ship with a larger crew has happened to stop by and kind of comes down to help us get out of the temple. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely work. If this Ectus who's wearing a captain's coat is indeed a captain, it could be part mm. of Ooh. his fleet. Yeah, could be a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, I'll, I'll use that if everyone's happy. Sounds good. Ectus army to the rescue. <laughs> yes. My people. So, um, before we, we delve into that, I should explain what a whisper really is in tangible terms. It's a, it's a living word or phrase inside your head. Like, it, it's an actual physical thing that lives inside you. And once it's spoken, it's released into the world. And it changes, it literally changes reality slightly as it is spoken. Oh, cool. So, when you use a whisper, just like any other resource, you have to describe the way you use it. Uh, the... The world-building potential it gives you, the, the kind of plot-altering potential it gives you, is just as in-character as anything else. So is it like a spell, kind of? Essentially, yeah. The, the Wild Sea is low magic, but high weirdness. Um, yeah, so as I've got this ictus on my back and I'm trying to climb out to, you know, get him to safety, I'm just feeling the, the comforting touch of spike on spike and I'm reminded of the camaraderie of my of my people and so um, yeah I, I speak the whisper a welcoming fleet um, to to kind of summon that community I like that yeah. <laughs> that's, no that's fantastic yeah, I really that's like that. <laughs> now I am yeah I am still going to make you roll for that client right. because you still have to be exactly like this <laughs> yeah. however I will say that as you start maneuvering your way up, um, you hear shouting from above, and it's shouting in Sapret. It's distant, but it's getting closer. You can't quite make out what they're saying yet, but you can tell it's it's your people. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah pro probably his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'd say that that really that helps to like motivate me to climb. Um, so, I mean, could I use instinct? Here, like ah, it might be a bit of a stretch. Mm. I have instinct shops and tides. Could instinct work on the idea that uh, as a dredger, this is kind of in Akia's wheelhouse? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would let that work. Definitely. Okay. Okay, great. 
So that's... <laughs> as long as you can talk the Firefly into Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is a very flexible game. <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. One from Instinct, one from Scramble. Um, and then, was there... Your advantage from uh, Trezek? Oh, yeah, from Trezek. And do I take advantage because of the Whisper or no? Uh, no, no, that will that come, will come later. shortly. Cool. Whispers, although whispers affect the world, they don't always affect it instantly. Right. How about an advantage for the fact that my hand yeah. is reached out? Yes, that is absolutely perfect. So is that 4d6? No, I think there's a limit of how many advantages you can get. Oh, really? There is. You can only get 2d6 of advantage, but it, it's not like you get... It's not like you get two advantages that's automatically 2d6. It's 1d6 for one, and then if you have enough to tip those scales, you get the second. And with the hand and the and the, the someone helping you, and the fact that these these hands, well, you know, the helping outreached hand and the terrifying stone metal encased hands being distracted, you do indeed have two dice advantage. So 3d6 total? Yes. I believe because you're using your skill and then the two advantages, yep. Right? Wait, don't I have one for my itch? Or did we decide yeah, to not for use that? Uh, oh, yes, right, yeah, of course. So, yeah, 46. Yep, sorry, 46, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but remember, you're also cutting one because this actress is heavy. Oh, yes, thank you. Yikes. That's a four with a double two. Okay, that's a that's a conflict with a double. That's not terrible. Um, so with, with the four, let's Let's say you you do indeed manage to get that Ectus up the wall. However, it's not an easy climb. And in those last moments, those those last moments of ascending, um, the outstretched hand of Valor, it grasps the Ectus to stop him falling, but it dislodges something else. Valor, I would like you to tell me what you dislodge from Akia. I dislodge a... Wait, hold on. So sorry. I, I reach out my hand. Um, Akia takes my hand. And then I something gets dislodged. Because you're, you're grabbing the ectus mm. off my back, essentially. Maybe in that movement, oh, I some see. of my positions yeah. or something get, get dislodged. Yeah, what, what positions do you have? Or like a rock or anything, really. Oh, yeah. Or it could be like a rock that could, lands on me. It could be a or... resource. It could be... Yeah, could be a resource of yours, um, Akia. Could be part of the environment. Could be the sanctipede. Bless the little. Oh no! <laughs> what have you got? Uh, my resources. Um, I have a bronze locket, an ancient engine. I did just get that soul filament. Um, I also have a couple of charts. Uh huh. Okay. Um, yeah, and there's okay. my sanctipede as well. That's on my shoulder. Would it be too cruel? What would happen? They did mention spike on spike. Thing. <laughs> what if a spike gets ripped out? What would happen to Akia? It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Would I, would I take damage from that? You would. Take yeah, I think that. that's what happens. I I'm too rough when I'm pulling up the ectus and a spike gets ripped out. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably it's probably several spikes actually. As as the two ectus bodies kind of rub together as you're pulling one off the other. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like ripping across my back. Yeah, I'm kind of like at the end of my climbing, like, take him. Ah! <laughs> Just like, what are you doing? All right, take uh, two points of spike damage. Two points of. Oh, I am resistant to spike damage. Ha ha ha. Oh, then that's, that's just, just one. one point. Excellent. Oh, sorry. Do I have, 
Do I have to roll to avoid the incoming spikes? Uh, no, I'm not that cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I think the spikes are um, kind of lodged into the Ectus's what do you think, skin or uh, armor? Um, yeah, he's got this kind of like semi-armored captain's coat. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're stuck into the coat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, there's also a twist to do. Um, before we do that, there's a little moment, a little tiny vignette that I want to do, uh, which is your sanctipede is also dislodged <gasps> and it starts to fall. And then, Valor, your calico slink just reaches out with a little paw and just grabs it before it falls. Oh! <laughs> they're buddies. <laughs> but there's also an actual twist to do so if anyone has any ideas now is the time um ooh a twist a twist uh I actually I, ha- I have an idea for that that can build on that if you want uh the twist could easily be that with the hands shifting position the temple starts to crack and fall apart which is bad for you in the long term certainly but good for you in the short term because it means it's much easier to climb and you can just kind of scamper oh, up great. thing as the temple starts to starts to kind of twist on its axis i really need right. that <laughs> yeah, yeah in that case that's exactly what happens the temple is it starts to shake and shudder cracks make their way up the walls these uh these carvings that you uncovered uh dust just kind of spumes out of them and and the whole uh floor of this temple, the wall slash floor that you've been climbing or walking on starts to shift. The angle changes. As I said, it's it's good for you in the short term because it means running out is easier. You're not climbing anymore, but it's bad in the long term because this bit of ancient stone is going to go down. Right. And with that, um, I want to head back to um, Trezek and Yulin. You're both you're both still down there, right? Yeah. Like, Trezek, you're halfway up. Yeah, I, I'm in a bit of a situation where I, I, I'm, i like, almost out, but I won't budge too much because I, I want Yulin to be close. But I kind of feel guilty because I feel like it's partly my fault that we're in this situation because I was the one who said, let's just go with Yulin's idea and actually explore this place kind of thing. <laughs> Well, before you two make your actions, uh, I'm going to tell you something which you're probably not going to like. Oh, no. (laughs) You are both going to need to mark a point of Maya. (laughs) Okay. Because I have just marked off the final box on the Woken Temple, and enough soul stuff has seeped out of this ancient construct godling into the stonework around it that the temple has indeed woken. The stone of the floor and walls begins to reshape itself into smaller, grasping hands. It's like you're in a a sea, not a sea as wild as you know, but a sea of constantly moving digits reaching for you. It spreads out like a wave across the floor. We had a good time, guys. (laughs) Bella, don't say that. They can still make it. What? Don't give up hope yet. Don't worry, Trezik. We won't leave you behind. I should hope so. Yulin, let's do you first. What are, what are you doing? Because <laughs> you're right in the middle of this concentric ring of expanding stone hands. With, with a larger stone hand holding onto you. Oh, it's the largest too. Nah, I'll deal with that one later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I able to get my grappling hook free of the strange mass that I've got on the end. Yeah, I think so. In that case, now is definitely the time to leave. You don't say. And I'm going to run and just like use my grappling hook to get myself 
and uh, Trezik out as quickly as possible. Okay. Are you going to dislodge that stone hand from yourself? Or are you taking it with you? Like I said, I'm dealing with that stone hand. It's gonna it's gonna make movement harder. I'm dealing with that later. Okay. I, I'm just saying it's gonna make movement harder. Trezek is very happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, these these woken temple hands, the smaller ones, uh, are grasping at your heels as you run. Uh, both you and Trezek. I would like you both to take a point of blunt damage as they start digging into your heels every time you put your feet down. Okay. But, you know, on the, on the bright side, if you can call it a bright side, the temple is now uh, twisting enough on its axis that you can run up that. Uh, I suppose now it, what was once a floor and then was a wall for a while is now becoming a floor again, just at a horrible to climb angle. But yeah, you can start making your way back up to the entrance. And in fact, we don't need to go by uh, action to action because... You, I'm pretty sure you're all trying to escape at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. Um, you can run for the entrance of this place, and as you make your way there, you hear the shouting from outside. These these other Ectus voices shouting in Samprek. Um, you are heading towards the exit um, on a, a a floor that was once a wall and is now a floor again, and you can hear shouting in Samprek from that from that exit down to you and now you can make up the words. And a lot of it is curses, uh, as you might expect, but there's also some hurries and some please God hurries thrown in there. So. <laughs> I suppose I was going to ask him, how, how's... So Yulin and I are... Did we succeed in getting out? Yeah, you, um, you're, t- you're taking damage. You're taking damage from those grasping hands that the floor is becoming. But it's not slowing you down that much. It's just an extra thing to trample over as you make your way towards the others. In fact, you'll catch up with them because they are, of course, also hefty and Ectus body along with them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Which means that um, the the four of you, uh, Akia, Trezek, Valor, Yulin, you all reach the entrance at pretty much the same time with this temple not really collapsing, but just animating and shifting form behind you. And as you, as you burst out into light, you see there are several Ectus there. The temple is alive! Uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll translate that into, into separate and I'll also be like, um, hello, we have him. I, this is, is this your comrade? The Exus look this, this guy, this, this poor unconscious figure, uh, over your shoulders up and down and go, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is the separate version of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? Um, in fact, now now you're out in the light, you can see uh, that it, the actors, they're here in a, on a small kind of flat-bottomed barge with a huge solar sail on top. But they're also crawling over your ship. Uh, and it looks like they've taken several bits of cargo from your hold and relocated it to theirs. I do not like that. I, I, I'm probably going to be shouting or screaming at them to stop. Uh, excuse me. Well, you're you're not the only one because there's a, a, a pack of very angry spiders crawling over some of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Mentor. Yes, mentor. <laughs> uh, excuse me, p- please. This is our ship. Uh, yeah, he's, he's an ectus. Um, but he, there are low sour words slipped in there. So you all get a rough sense of what's happening. It's, yeah, it's your ship. And it was going to be partly our ship and things were going to happen. But I think we've got bigger worries, you know. And he points and you can see now the outside of the stone of this temple is starting to flex and grasp and become a hand like. Uh, yeah, oh, exactly. We should get out of here. Why did you come down here? 
Well, we, we came down, we saw it, we saw a signal flare, and then we get here, there's two ships left almost entirely unattended, apart from those damned spiders. And, you know, uh, there was the choice of go into the, the weird foreboding dark temple, or take whatever you had as cargo. We took the easier option, and looking at the state of you, we're glad we did. That's Mentor, not, not damned spiders. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll be kind of translating... For, for these guys as we go as we go along um uh, what was I gonna say mentor no not about mentor <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh you saw the signal flare too yeah we saw the signal flare and and if we don't get out of here soon we'll be leaving one of our own yes good back onto your ship and we'll get onto our ship and you can fudge off no, hold on, hold on, Vela. These guys might have information. They, they might know more uh, about this temple. They don't know anything. They're just thieves. You seem to know what's going on. Well, we can we can see what's going on, and we know it's not good, but... And uh, th- this guy looks over to you, Vela, and says, Yeah, essentially, we're just thieves. <laughs> really, really making a great name for Ictus here. Is anybody holding any pieces of our ship, or are they like, is it on their ship? Uh, there's, there's at least... There's at least two people that have a crate between them, and as you look over them, they just kind of drop it and try and look innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, so I go up, I, I grab the crate, and I throw it back onto our ship. I'm probably going to do the same, yeah. So as you start loading your possessions back onto your ship off of their barge, uh, the leader says, there's a, there's, a, so there's a lot of hands. I can see a lot of hands, and they're coming closer, and it should be ground or at least stone, and now it's hands. Um, but I mean, that's a pressing concern, but a far more pressing concern, and he points at the outrider that, that belonged to the captain with its broken glass. Can we take that? No. No. See, you're, you're saying a no, but I'm hearing a maybe. Uh, oh. We came across the outrider first. It's ours by the laws of finders keepers. Hmm. <laughs> Luther's weepers. <laughs> But we'll sell it to you. What? Oh. We will? Selling, selling sounds better. Selling does sound better. Um, I tell you what, I've got to trade for it, actually. Yes, trade. He holds up the solar compressor part from your engine, and he says, this, this is probably important to you. Uh, yes, and you shouldn't be trading with our stolen goods. I mean, the stolen goods, goods that you stole from us. Yeah, but as I established... I'm a thief, so that is technically the best thing I could possibly trade with. And he points at the the island behind you, this spit of stone now slowly collapsing in itself, more and more blue veins working their way through. This grinding, rumbling sound from beneath you as the ground you're standing on shifts and says, it looks like you're going to want to get away from this place pretty soon. Yes, or I could chop off your hand. I'd like to see you try. I don't know if any one of you are going to stop me, but I, I feel like in this conversation, Trezek has been silent, but he's like seething about the engine thing. And at one point, he genuinely just jumps at the Ectus. Okay. <laughs> Not so much at the Ectus as much as towards the engine part. Um, and that is also, I would like to point out, um, in, in the distraction that's about to cause, um, Yulin. Yes. You do have time to pass that chainsaw back to its rightful owner. and i will do so yeah so you you leap at the sectors um roll for it uh okay so this is definitely instinct (laughs) that is definitely Um, a rattle hands instinct (laughs) 
but honestly i think that's the only thing i've got to go on um so let's see ha 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 that is a great big amazing one <laughs> oh in that case these guys are thieves they're not murderers they're not going to throw you into the waves because that is almost entirely a death sentence if you're prepared yeah However, what they are going to do is they're going to take something of yours and throw that into the waves. So choose a resource. Um, I've got some. So they, I'm, I'm guessing they're like relatively smart, so that they know what kind of like person, given that I've jumped towards like an engine part. So they'll probably take something that's really important to me. Um, I've got ancient wiring. Oh. And I think probably one of the two most yeah okay. like beloved things i have and i think yeah so as as you leap at this this guy uh that wiring it comes slightly free of your pack and it just catches on those spines he, he just plucks it off as you as you miss and just regards it and then just throws it over the edge of this this rapidly sinking island and it's lost to the waves and on that point the island is rapidly sinking i have made a very short track called the island goes down <laughs> uh I would like essentially one one thing from everybody. Yulin, we'll start with you. Okay, I am going to get back onto our ship and start to pry this hand free from my leg. Okay, I think that's uh, yeah, that's a good thing to do. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for it because you do have time once you're on the ship. Uh, you'll really be safe at that point. But yes, you will in fact gain a cargo item for your ship. Oh, yay! Something. I'll let you name it. Um, Is it still animated? Uh, very slightly. There's a little bit of soul left in it. Um, you don't have to name it now. You can percolate this and then come yeah, back I'll, to I'll, it. I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, okay. Um, who's going next? Akia, we're leaving you for last, just so you know. Uh, Vala, you were threatening them. I was. I was threatening them, but that didn't go so well for, for Trezek. So, um... Where is Trezek now? I mean, because the the Actus took something of Trezek's. Is the Actus like holding Trezek hostage, or is is Trezek still like separate? No, Trezek's still separate. The Actus just plucked that wire off him and threw it into the sea. Just a, a display of Actus dominance. Guys, do we really need the Actus ship? You can hear Trezek groan. Well, if they won't give us back our engine component, then. We don't have a choice. Fine, toss it here. Hmm. I don't know if this is a fair nego- like trade, but I'm going to turn around and say, we'll owe you one if you give it to us. Uh, I mean, unless you've got some good social skills to roll, that's going to be a hard sell. I can try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can try. Um, Vala, you, uh, are you offering them the, the ship in exchange for the part? Yes. Okay, if this social skill doesn't go well, then we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, so would uh, for an edge, would that sharps count as... Yeah, you're trying to outthink him, trying to offer a bargain he's going to take. And I've got two for negotiate. <laughs> so that's three. And I'm guessing this has a cut because it's very hard. Yeah, the, this okay. guy is he's a professional thief. Yeah. Um, no. Let's let's say it's a cut of one. I'm tempted by two, but I feel it's a bit too cruel. <laughs> okay, that didn't work out. That's a six, and it cuts off the six with a double. Cuts off. That means two. Um, double with two. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Double two. Okay, so you get a, you get a twist. Yeah. He won't take it. Like a favor is useful, but he looks like he's in a much stronger bargaining position than you. 
his ship can move and this island's going down. Not ridiculously fast, but fast enough that you want to be somewhere else. Yeah. Also, the weird waving stone hands that are spreading around this place as it animates, they're not great to look at, and he wants to be away from here as soon as possible. But what would you like as a twist? Um, hmm. Where is his ship? It is uh, just off. So essentially, you've got the island here and then the, the small outrider that the captain was in. Their ship is here. Your ship is a bit further out. Maybe he's um, he wants to go for the original trade, i.e., like give us the ship engine part for the outrider. But maybe, like pitied by this groveling of <laughs> Chelakray, maybe he decides to like let us keep like one thing from the outrider or something like that. Yeah, I give that. In that case, um, I'm gonna, if you don't mind, I'm gonna pass that choice over to Valor because she is about to do the trade. Gosh, okay. What's on the ship? <laughs> what is on the yeah, ship? Yeah, what is What's on the ship? ship that we can take? <laughs> yeah, um, g- give me one thing. I'll let you decide. What is what is one small but valuable, useful thing that the this uh, Ectus captain would have had on his, his little outrider? Could be like a small pouch of amber or something. Yeah, that works. Useful, useful, valuable trade good, Yeah. Fine, fine. Toss it here. But we want something from this ship. You can't let us go completely empty-handed. This, this Ectus thief looks at you, sizes you up, and then and then nods, reaches in without even looking and just grabs the first thing he has, throws it over to you, and chips of amber spill out of this half-broken bag, torn open by his spines. And at that moment, you can see a, a little look of regret in his uh. eyes as he realizes, he's just thrown something pretty valuable at you, actually. Uh. <laughs> Love it. Like, not the value of the whole ship, but a decent portion. Yeah. I think Trezek's eyes definitely light up. There's like a very smug grin on his face. <laughs> I'm just imagining that as soon as Trezek sees that, um, they like run up like, ha 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 ha, we got this. Well, he's not a very like materialistic person in terms of money, but he just he's just gloating. Yeah, he's <laughs> going to take that the, triumph, right? Yeah, yeah. He enjoys the gloat. <laughs> Sorry, they, they enjoy the gloat. Cheers. And then I jump onto, back onto the ship before that, and they can change their mind. Uh, as you do so, you do lose a few of those amber chips to the hands that are now sprouting up, even on the edge of this temple island. Uh, they just they just grab and pull in. This whole thing is almost animated now, one moving mass. Uh, but yeah, you hop back on the ship with most of that amber intact, and add that to yourself as a resource. Time to go! Yes. Oh, wait, 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 one more thing, one more thing, because we have, on purpose, left Akia to the end. Is this because something's happening, or...? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, as, as the rest of your crew uh, either trade for Amber, you know, fail to attack people, pry stone hands off themselves, yeah. or, you know, um, you are there, and, and you watch as the, the other Ectus, um, Corsair thief types, throw a few things haphazardly back up onto the deck of your ship from their barge. And this this guy, he's uh, trying to kick the, the outrider back away from this stone. Much easier now that the stone is moving and crumbling. Um, and just so you know, marking a second one on that track of the entire island going down, because it's very close. But he, he then looks over and he and says, why are you with these people? What do you mean? We're Ectus. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with the others. But we're strong. We, we can do this. We're, you should be with us. You do not live the kind of lifestyle that I desire at all. These are my friends. We have grown up together. 
and what we can achieve with our minds, with our passion, is far more than I would ever achieve with you lowly thieves. Oh, one of those traditionalists, are you? I am. Helping other people travel in the waves. I mean, it's good for those that want it. I'm not going to knock it. If that's how you choose to live your life, that's how you choose to die. That is the true way of the Ictus. Well, and he steps back onto his barge and gets one of his others to, to leap across to this outrider, which chugs into life slowly and pulls back and away from the island and says, in that case, let me give you a welcome to the waves. And then that outrider turns and slams into the side of your ship, ripping through its armor. You did just you did just trade them a huge chainsaw, essentially. Oh my oh. gosh. Hey, it's a welcoming fleet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the barge still sails fill and it starts pulling away. That outrider pulls itself back from the ruins of chitin that make up the side of your ship, and they uh, begin to disappear into the distance, dipping down into the troughs of the waves. So I've Pride this hand off of my leg. Yes. I have the whisper. <laughs> sunset through branches. Yes. And using my ghost sight, I look at the hand and I say, they can find their own sunset through branches and toss the hand onto their ship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. As I say these words, you can almost see like my lips and my tongue glow with like the enunciation of like sunset. And you can almost like feel the, the, the phonemes flow into the hand as it crawls back to life. That is fantastic. In that case, yeah, you don't get that cargo item, but what you do get is a massive problem for those thieves. Yes. <laughs> See, you, you hear that kind of throaty chuckle that they were giving as they, yeah, we made a good joke. Yeah, we did that thing. Just turn to shouts. And <laughs> I, would, I would like you to roll. I'd like you to roll some fortune for me. Just a single d6 to see how badly this goes for them. All right. Here we go. Three. A disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hand bounces off the deck of the barge and onto the outrider. And it grasps the person who's at the controls. And this outrider that had so recently ripped through the hull of your ship does the exact same thing to that barge. It slams <laughs> into the side. The chainsaw teeth bite into the wood. And it just tears across the deck. And the barge is split almost in two. The sail rips. And there's a moment where you think it's going to go down. But not quite. But the last thing you see as they head over this, this dip, this trough in the waves is the hand crawling onto the main barge itself. Oh, damn. <laughs> yes. Sweet justice. A shout out, welcome to the wild seas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, at that moment, the rest of this temple, now completely animated, glowing blue in the early dawn light, just sinks beneath the waves. But sinks is maybe the wrong word. In fact, it, it pulls itself down. The different, the, the various, the thousands, the possibly millions of stone hands now making up every inch of this thing, grasping onto to branches and pulling itself lower and lower, back towards the comforting darkness of the underreeve. And you are left on your now partially ruined ship, alone at dawn. 
What awaits our friends next on the dangerous and secretive waves? Stay tuned for more adventures in the final episode of The Wild Sea. Welcome back, me listeners. Tis I, Future Azul. I hope you had a grand time listening to our second episode of The Wild Sea. If The Wild Sea tickles your fancy, by all means go check out their Kickstarter. It's honestly so very amazing. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at dfyt underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, keep your towels at the ready.